0: Welcome to the 20th episode of Pocketry Presents, the podcast for emerging and aspiring poets. I'm Indrani Pereira, the founder of Pocketry, the home of unheard voices. I'm coming to you from the lands and waterways of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I acknowledge their elders past, present and emerging. I acknowledge that this is stolen land and that sovereignty has never been ceded. This episode features the launch of issue four of the Pocketry Almanac. I have some great poetry for you to hear read by the poets who wrote the poems published in the Almanac's pocket-sized pages. There is something wonderful and chilling-inducing about hearing a poet read their own words. You can hear where they pause or add emphasis, where they get excited, and when they go quiet, you can hear their breath mingling with their words to bring you their creation and vision. Our first poem from issue four of the Pocketry Almanac comes from Caleb Green. Caleb Green is a poet, journalist and musician working on Wadawurrung land. He has grown up around books and holds a passion for wordsmithing and satire. Favourite writers of his are Bruce Storr, John Clarke and Italo Calvino. Caleb enjoys cats, bread, full notebooks and picking the weed stuff between bricks.
1: Bin Night by Caleb Green My legs decide I am Cathy Freeman, albeit only a hundred metre sprint down the driveway, but a sprint nonetheless. I go for the green and gold, yet... The truck is wagging its mechanical buttocks on the podium at the street's end. I guess I'll try next Wednesday.
0: Midnight is a playful poem with its image of a truck waving its mechanical buttocks on the podium at the end of the driveway. It packs so much dry humour into its brief lines, all the underscored by Caleb's slow drawl. Caleb's poem was so wonderful and short that we published two of his poems on the same page of this issue of the Almanac. Is Caleb reading you his second poem for issue four?
1: Waking up to muck. By Caleb Green. Fur-filled mouth for the morning. My face covered in a veneer and my hair pricked skyward. Like Eureka Skydeck on opiates. The bathroom solves all physical woes, does it not?
0: It's the small details in Caleb's poems that set the tone and ground it in place. Like this line, my hair pricks skyward like Eureka Skydeck on opiates. And the way he ends his poem with a question brings listening to its lines. Keller's poems are proof that when you have powerful images and lines like these, poetry doesn't have to be long to make an impact. Sometimes less really is more. The poetry Almanac is a pint-sized journal that you can easily tuck into a pocket or handbag. For those of you who haven't seen it yet, the Pocketry Almanac is made from a single sheet of cunningly folded A4 paper. To fit on its small pages, poems have to be 18 lines long or less. Make no mistake, its tiny size belies greatness and its pages are packed with poetry and art from some of the freshest and most exciting voices out there. The next poem, we're still in the domestic sphere, but Chris Deminick changes the tone and mood with her poem, living with a sociopath. She submitted her poetry to many journals and competitions before being published for the first time in the Pocketry Almanac, and we're pleased to have her here. Chris is a poet, freelance journalist and marketer for a professional theatre. She runs her business, This Electrified Life, inspired by the enigmatic David Bowie, mentoring artists through the challenges of the creative process. Chris uses her teaching, poetry and spoken word to explore and question what it is to be human.
1: Living with a sociopath by Chris Demenick. This poem relates to themes of narcissism and emotional manipulation. Living with a sociopath. A phone call is not a phone call. A text is not a text. A nothing is not a nothing. Platonic is not platonic. Your needs are not yours. Your wants are not real. Your desires are transactional. Your heart, a bargaining chip. You are a card at a poker table with bets made in lies. Yet over and over I'd fold back into the belly of the beast to be told that I was not me and that I needed him. In this powerful poem, Chris captures the pervasive
0: way a toxic relationship messes with your head. Each issue of the Pocketry Almanac is created in a limited edition print run of 160 copies. Every poet and artist appearing in the issue is given 20 copies to exchange or barter as they see fit. Pocketry also keeps 20 copies to give away. So if you're wanting to get your hands on a copy of the Almanac, You need to find one of the poets or artists appearing in this issue and exchange an intriguing word or unusual anecdote. With the next poem, we move from the personal world of relationships portrayed by Chris Dominic to the political sphere with physician, visual artist and poet Thin Thin Kai. Thin Thin is originally from Myanmar and is now based in Melbourne. Her work focuses on reflective stories about creative grieving, migration and human rights issues in Myanmar. Thin Thin brings us her poem Walk Until the End in English and Burmese. As well as writing in two different languages, Thin, Thin also created art to accompany her poem.
1: And you can see all the versions of her poem, plus the artwork, in the almanac. Uh, I should give myself a bit of a background. My name is Thin Thin Kai. I'm originally from Burma. And my whole life, until I was 24, I have spoken primarily Burmese. So all my poetries are initially written in Burmese. And because English is my second language, I hope you could understand Um, my pronunciation, and I'll try my best to read it with the best ability that I could. This is my first time submission for poetry. I have been writing poetry um, my whole life, but never had the courage to submit it to um, for publication. Um, So thank you very much for giving me the opportunity. I also would like to explain the creative process of my artwork, which I have submitted corresponding to this poetry. Whenever um, I create an, a painting, I usually write a poetry or some writings along with the painting itself because I love creating words and um, like visual art together. So for the visual art, we make, basically made the canvases at home, which is stretched by my husband and I. This poetry is a political pro- poetry. And to give a bit of a background, as I have mentioned earlier, I'm originally from Burma and we have been um, fighting for freedom and democracy in our country for more than 60 years. And in our culture, we write poetry as part of encouragement for people to continue to fight the good fight. And in English, we will mean that it's a political Usually it is short, succinct, and brief, and it sends a message to people. In our culture, poets h- have contributed primarily as the major contributors in literature. And sadly, in this current uh, revolution, you might have seen that on TV. Currently, we're having a major political issue where our country has been currently taken over by the military, and we have had lots of poets sadly being captured, tortured, and killed. So, in this setting, for me, Writing this poetry and painting the art, for me, it's it's a protest against the military government. And this poetry and art has been part of my third solo exhibition that is recently done at the Black Cat Gallery, Collinwood, uh, in June, just a couple of months ago. I will read the poem in Burmese, and I will read the poem in English translation afterwards. Songan Dai Dai Jai Mi. That's the heading. This is translation in English. Walk until the end. Families have been broken. Some lost limbs, some lost lives. Many more did not come home. The left-behind slipper is stained with our blood. Regardless of the oppression, we will walk until the end. The isolated, left-behind slipper represents the people um, who have been left behind. And regardless of all the pain and suffering that we're going through, we're going to fight this good fight. And we're going to fight until the end. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your time.
0: Poetry can be protest as well as lament. And in this moving piece by Thin Thin Kai, it is both. we as poets have an obligation to write about the injustices in the world. What do you protest against? How will you use your voice to be heard? Poetry is passionate about publishing poetry in many different languages, not just English. There are so many cultures in the world and we don't want to miss out on those other voices writing in other languages. We want to hear from everyone. We publish poems in their original language, alongside an English language translation. Of course, you could also write your poem in English and then translate it into another language. In issue 4 of the Almanac, you can read Thin Thin's poem in its original Burmese and also in its English language version. Pocketry Almanac is a journal that contains art as well as poetry. The back cover artist for issue four is Meg Dollar. Meg Dollar is a writer and contemporary mixed media artist who describes words and art as persistent elements of her thoughts and life. Meg tries to interpret her geographical and individual place in the world, drawing inspiration for her literary and visual works from her personal experiences and immediate environment. Blind Contour Bottle and Flowers, original artwork by Meg Dollar. This drawing is a blind contour drawing of a very simple composition of a single bottle with some geraniums and other foliage poking out the top. The drawing is created in one continuous line. The pen never leaves the paper. And the blind element of a blind contour drawing is the fact that the artist, myself, is only looking at the object they are drawing. They're not looking at the paper at all. So the outcomes are always really unusual, unexpected and interesting. I can't believe that Meg created her drawing without looking at it or taking her pen off the page. How is that even possible? You expect the result of such a drawing to be a mess, but Meg's picture of the bottle with its flowers has so much life and energy. Pocketry is passionate about making poetry accessible, which is why you don't have to spend any money to get your hands on a copy of the Pocketry Almanac. All you have to do is barter an intriguing word or an unusual anecdote with one of the contributors to get your version of the almanac. Easy, right? After all, we all have words we love to say and use. And of course, everyone has a story to tell. Here are some of the words that have been exchanged so far for the fourth issue of the Pocketry Almanac. Ennui is a French word that originates in the 18th century and means a feeling of listlessness and dissatisfaction, arising from a lack of occupation or excitement. Anyone who spent time in lockdown during the pandemic can relate to this feeling. Word was brought to us by Greg Page on Instagram. It comes from the Latin phrase, mihi in audio, which means, it is hateful to me. Andrew Bryan, whose poem was published in issue three of the Pocketry Almanac, brings us Rapscallion. What a fun word to say, and perhaps an antidote to that ennui brought to us by Greg. Now, Rapscallion is, of course, a mischievous person. We travelled to Greece for our final word, traded by spoken word artist and flash fictionista Esfune for a copy of issue four of the Almanac. According to the Oxford Dictionary, Pectin is a soluble, gelatinous polysaccharide, which is present in ripe fruits and is used as a setting agent in jams and jellies. Which makes me wonder what on earth a polysaccharide is. It turns out a polysaccharide is a carbohydrate, e.g. starch, cellulose, or glycogen, whose molecules consist of a number of sugar molecules bonded together, and according to the dictionary it is a term used in biochemistry. Hmm, now I wonder what glycogen means. That's the wonderful thing about words. Once you start looking them up, you find another one you don't know the meaning of and dive headlong down the rabbit hole of meanings, definitions and origins. The next poet from issue four of the Pocketry Almanac is Nidhi Rao. Nidhi is 21 years of age. She mostly writes tragic comedy in the form of poetry about heartbreak, feminism, her mum and her foster cats. She aspires to be kind and witty. Born in India, she now studies psychology and criminology in Nam. For my cat, Noni. I've cried in every t-shirt I own. Your scratches litter my arms like souvenirs. It seems obvious and imminent, like a post-flight year bob. Just how much I love you. The big things are notorious thieves of words. I'm left with nothing, just my shattered heart sitting at the base of my throat. You left yourself everywhere you went. I'm still here collecting the proof of your existence. This poem from Niddy about her beloved cat makes my heart ache. I am grateful that even though the big things are notorious thieves of words, Nidhi still managed to write this poem about her experience. This poem from Nidhi about her beloved cat makes my heart ache. I am grateful that even though the big things are notorious thieves of words, Nidhi still managed to write this poem about her experience. Pocketry's mission is to publish unheard voices, the poets you don't normally get to read in literary journals, the ones who may not have the nerve to get up on the open mic. It's why the Almanac publishes emerging and aspiring poets who haven't already been published in a literary journal. It's why we prioritize poets who've been rejected multiple times by those journals. We want to create a place for the poets who are submitting their work but not being published. We want the raw, the unfinished, the fledgling attempts of poets at the start of their careers. If that sounds like you, Listen on to find out how you might get your poetry published in the Poetry Almanac and be featured on this podcast. Our fifth and final poem comes from Anna Kocetkova. Anna is a Russian-born Australian author and poetess, social media strategist for not-for-profits all around the country and a passionate bi-plus activist based in Sydney. Anna is a creator of the Bi and Prejudice at Bi and Prejudice Instagram space, which helps celebrate multisexual attraction and human diversity.
1: She speaks of her childhood, her quirks, and her rollerblades. She thinks she's too old to iron. and yet here she is. She moves her black hair away from her face, and it flips over her shoulder, showing her snow-white skin and swan-perfect neck. I catch myself thinking, her hands! But wait, where are we? Yes, the rollerblades. I'm in love with her hands. She later tells me people find her fingers spooky. As she raises them high into the sky, we parted with clothes. I try to reach her fingers to compare with mine. I don't. So I slide my fingernails all the way down to her chest. I catch myself thinking, your heart is mine. And then I wake up.
0: Don't you just love this dreamy poem with its rollerblades and spooky fingers? Anna uses references to fingers and hands to illustrate the way we try to hold on to things, even after they have slipped from our grasp but at least we can still dream about them once they are gone. I didn't think it was possible to fit more into an issue of the almanac, but in issue four we've managed to cram in more poetry and more art than ever before. A back cover artist from issue three, Shearley Canyon, returns in issue four with another fabulous artwork. This time you'll find her creation gracing the paper hidden away inside the almanac. To see what I mean, you just have to go find one of the poets or artists featured in issue four and get your hands on a copy of the wonderful Pocketry Almanac. Thank you to all the emerging and aspiring poets and artists who submitted their work for consideration in issue 4 of the Poetry Almanac. It was an honour to read your work. And thank you for joining me for this special episode of Poetry Presents. I hope you've enjoyed the poetry contained within. If you've been scribbling away for years and are keen to get your poetry published, sign up for Margin Notes, Poetry's monthly email newsletter, to find out when submissions for the Almanac are open. You'll also find out about competitions, get free resources for poets, and all the latest news of books. For more information on the poets and artists featured in Issue 4 of the Pocketry Almanac, you can check out the current issues page on the Pocketry website,
1: www.pocketry.com.au. Until next time, happy writing.